Retropod is sponsored by T. Rowe Price. Are you looking to learn a thing or two about getting your finances in order, saving, and investing? Check out The Confident Wallet, a personal finance podcast series by T. Rowe Price and the Washington Post Brand Studio. Find it wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, history lovers. I'm Mike Rosenwald with Retropod, a show about the past rediscovered. Oscars night is probably the one moment around the world when people become really interested in envelopes. You probably don't know the extraordinary history of the envelope at the Oscars. That's why we're here. It all began with a Hollywood scandal 78 years ago. That was February 29, 1940, as Bob Hope was getting ready to host his first of many Oscar award banquets at one of the hottest spots in Hollywood, the Coconut Grove. Thank you. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. I'm very happy to be here tonight. Anyway, the Grove was the platinum place to be during Hollywood's golden age. A cavernous club of Moorish arches and high ceilings lit with stars. It was filled with the gigantic paper mache palm trees straight from Rudolph Valentino's set of The Shriek. A real waterfall flowed down the back wall, and mechanical monkeys with glowing eyes swung from Valentino's trees. But it wasn't just a venue that electrified the guests that night. It was the first time the event would be filmed. A game changer. Warner Brothers paid $30,000 for the rights to capture the whole gala and make a short movie of it. The nominated films were already legends. Gone with the Wind, Withering Heights, Mr. Smith Goes to Washington, Goodbye, Mr. Chips, The Wizard of Oz, and Of Mice and Men. And yet, as each winner came to pick up their award, Nobody seemed surprised one bit. And it turns out, they weren't. The Los Angeles Times, flagrantly and brazenly, had spoiled it. For years, newspapers had gotten a preview list of Oscar winners with the condition that they wouldn't disclose the winners until 11 p.m. on the night of the show. That gave them enough time to write their copy and get it to the typesetters in time for the morning edition. And that worked for everyone. Until the year the LA Times broke the embargo and announced the winners in the evening edition. And of all things, it happened on the first night that cameras would be rolling. So the Academy rethought it all. Gone were the newspaper exclusives. Enter, stage right, the sealed envelope. Thick, non-translucent, hidden far away from nosy reporters. For 84 years, the accountants at Price Waterhouse Cooper, now known as PwC, have tallied the results. And they go to extraordinary lengths to keep them secret. The PwC accountants count hundreds of thousands of votes, but only two of the accountants know the winners. And they never write or record the information anywhere. They have to memorize all the winners the printers actually make an identical card for every nominee. The only confirmation of a win is the accountant's act of putting the card with the winner's name inside the golden envelope and sealing it. They assemble three full sets of the envelopes and stash each set in a briefcase. Each briefcase is secured in a secret location. All of this happens a week before the ceremony. We're really not making this up. Of course, most folks learned about PwC's involvement in the process because of the monumental screw-up in 2017 
when one of those accountants, who was giddily tweeting about his mind-blowing time backstage, handed the wrong envelope to Warren Beatty and Faye Dunaway, leading to Envelope Gate. We lost, by the way, but, you know. I'm sorry. No, there's a mistake. Moonlight, you guys won Best Picture. Moonlight won. This is not a joke. This is not a joke. I'm afraid they read the wrong thing. The venerated accountants from PwC got to keep the job, but they promised this year to put in place measures to prevent another gaffe. And get this, the key part of their plan is pretty simple. No cell phones, no selfies, just the way it was back in 1941 when the envelope first appeared on stage. I'm Mike Rosenwald. Thanks for listening. This episode was adapted from a story written by Petula Dvorak for The Washington Post. For more forgotten stories from history, visit WashingtonPost.com slash Retropod.